Hello, this is Jude from Newslawney.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 2nd of June. India recorded 1.32 lakh new coronavirus cases, taking the country's total tally to 2.83 crores. As many as 3,207 more fatalities have been recorded, pushing the total death toll to 3.35 lakh. However, all these figures are widely believed to be undercounts. According to Union Health Ministry, 21.85 crore beneficiaries have been vaccinated so far, out of which 23.9 lakh received their shots yesterday. The Drugs Controller General of India today waived the requirements for foreign companies to conduct post-approval bridging trials of their vaccines in India. The DCGI also announced that there will be no need to test every batch of vaccines if they have been approved by the regulators of specific countries or the World Health Organization for emergency use. The Delhi High Court asked the centre to prioritise the treatment of the younger population and frame a policy on the distribution of liposomal amphotericin B, which is an antifungal drug used to treat mucomycosis or black fungus. Mucomycosis is a fungal infection that has been reported among hundreds of recovered COVID-19 patients. According to the Hindustan Times, the court also suggested that the allocation for treatment of black fungus cases should be made once the policy is in place. The bench added that the government policy on mucomycosis should, however, make exceptions for older people who are serving the nation in high positions. The Kerala Assembly today unanimously passed a resolution demanding that the centre should provide COVID-19 vaccines free of cost to all the states. The resolution also requested the central government for timely distribution of the vaccines. Minister for Health, Women and Child Welfare in Kerala, Veena George, had moved the resolution in the House as the state reels under acute vaccine shortage. The World Health Organization announced that only one strain of the coronavirus variant, which was first detected in India, is now considered of concern. The other two variants, including B16171 and B16173, have been downgraded to variants of little interest. Meanwhile, on Monday, the Global Health Body had also announced a new naming system for variants of COVID-19. This was done in order to simplify the pronunciation and avoid the possible stigmatization associated with referring to the variants with the name of the countries where they were first detected. The B16172 variant of the virus that emerged in India has been labelled as Delta. Yesterday, an international consortium comprising Brussels, Russia, India, China and South Africa supported a proposal to temporarily waive the patent on coronavirus vaccines. India and South Africa had moved a proposal on the matter of waiving the vaccine patent in the World Trade Organization in October. The United States had earlier come under intense pressure to waive protections for vaccine manufacturers, especially amid criticism that rich nations were holding COVID-19 jabs. On May 5th, the Biden administration had finally announced its support for waiving patent protections for COVID-19 vaccines. At the global front, COVID-19 has infected more than 171 million people and killed over 3.56 million since the pandemic broke out in December 2019, according to Johns Hopkins University. The Indian Medical Association wrote a letter today in support of the countrywide Black Day protest against self-proclaimed yoga guru Ramdev for his controversial remarks against allopathic doctors and modern medicine. Yesterday, multiple doctors' associations from across the country had protested against Ramdev's comments. The doctors' groups had called for an unconditional open public apology for his objectionable remarks. According to the letter, IMA asserted that it has been playing its anchoring role during the pandemic, while working by the government of India and all state governments. The letter further added that the vacuum due to the retreat of political class has been deservedly filled by IMA. 
The letter said that Ramdev made comments against the national COVID-19 treatment protocol and the vaccination program while looking for an opportunity to market his commercial products. Calling Ramdev's remarks a criminal act, the IMA said, and I quote, Inaction from the government against Ramdev would seriously hurt the doctors who are fighting the pandemic. The association also highlighted that about 1,300 doctors had died during the pandemic. ANI reported that the Doctors' Association will continue to pursue action against Ramdev. Earlier, the doctor's body had also called for sedition charges against Ramdev and had demanded his prosecution under the Disaster Management Act. If you're wondering what Ramdev said, a video clip went viral two weeks ago with Ramdev calling allopathy stupid and a failed science. He also said that lakhs of patients have died after taking allopathic medicines. But this is par for the course for Ramdev, who often finds space on TV news channels, where he is allowed to peddle misinformation unchallenged by anchors. Why, you ask? Because plenty of them depend on Ramdev's company Patanjali for ads. And as Manisha Pandey pointed out in the week's episode of TV Nuisance, when Patanjali pays, Patanjali is served. Check out the episode on newslaundry.com. And remember, we can report on Ramdev and his ilk because we are powered by subscribers, not by ads. So click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of our website and join the movement to pay to keep news free. And while you're there, head on to NL Hafta, where the panel discusses the factual basis of homeopathy and Ayurveda when compared to modern medicine. 24 people have been arrested in connection with the assault of a doctor at a COVID center in Assam. Yesterday, a mob had beaten up the doctor after the death of a patient who tested positive. The doctor, identified as Dr. Suj Kumar Senapati, was posted at the center in Odali locality in Hojai district. The patient named Giyazuddin was, according to NDTV, a resident of People Pukhari village. He died yesterday due to COVID-related complications, after which the relatives of the patient started abusing the doctor. A group comprising the relatives then allegedly vandalized the hospital. The doctor locked himself inside a room, but the crowd broke in and beat him. A video that went viral on social media showed Dr. Senapati being beaten up with a metal object. He was later hospitalized and is now in a stable condition. Special Director General of Police G.P. Singh has said that a charge sheet would be filed and that action would be taken against the accused. The Resident Doctors Association of the All India Institute of Medical Science has also called for strict action against the accused. The centre has banned retired officials from intelligence or security-related organisations from publishing any information about their former departments without clearance from the head of the organisation. A notification was issued on May 31st by the Ministry of Personnel, Public Grievances and Pensions about an amendment to the Central Civil Services Pension Rules 1972. As per the notification, retired officials cannot publish without permission any material related to the domain of the organisation, any reference about any personnel and his designation, and even the knowledge gained while working in that organisation. Retired officials will also have to sign an undertaking in this regard. In case of non-compliance, the government said, their pensions could be fully or partially withheld or withdrawn. The government also added that the head of an intelligence organisation will have the authority to decide whether the material proposed for publishing is sensitive or not, or whether it falls under the domain of the department. The notification is likely to affect retired officials who write columns for newspapers as well as books about their former organisations. Google moved the Delhi High Court today, saying that the new information technology rules were not applicable to it because it is a search engine. This came after a single judge bench order issued on April 20th had classified Google as a social media intermediary under the new rules. The April 20th order was in connection with the removal of offensive content. In its appeal, Google said, 
that the single judge has misinterpreted and misapplied the new rules 2021 to the search engine. However, the Delhi court has said that it was not going to issue any interim order at this stage. Meanwhile, the High Court has sought a response from the centre, the Delhi government, the Internet Service Providers Association of India, Facebook and the woman, on whose plea the single judge's ruling had come in April. The court sought their responses to Google's plea by 25th July. Talking about the new IT rules on May 25th, Twitter users in India were busy fox-dramatically bidding farewell to each other and sharing their Instagram handles for when Twitter shuts down. This was motivated by the fact that the IT rules stipulated a number of conditions that social media companies like Twitter, Facebook and others had to comply with by May 25th. While Twitter users were, of course, engaging in idle drama, it's important to remember that the IT rules requirements are onerous in multiple ways. Do read Vinay Arvind's report titled From Social to Antisocial, How the New IT Rules Will Accelerate India's Democratic Decline. A cylinder blast in Uttar Pradesh's Tikri village in Gonda district killed seven people last night. Among the dead were two women, three children and two men. Several others were also injured. The blast caused two buildings to collapse in the Wasir Ganj area. The incident occurred when one of the families in the village was cooking. The blast led to the collapse of the buildings that were next to each other, trapping 15 people. According to ENI, a rescue operation was underway to look for one person trapped under the debris. Meanwhile, the injured people are being treated at the district hospital. A burnt-out cargo ship laden with chemicals has started to sink off the west coast of Sri Lanka. The ship, which carries several hundred tons of oil in its fuel tanks, caught fire on May 20th. According to Reuters, the Singapore-registered MV Express Pearl has 1,486 containers, including 25 tons of nitric acid, along with other chemicals and cosmetics. AFP reported that some oil was already visible near the beaches of Nikombo, about 40 kilometers from Colombo, although it was not clear if it was from the stricken ship. Authorities believe that the fire was caused by a nitric acid leak, which the crew apparently knew about from May 11th, nine days before the blaze started. Officials believe the blaze destroyed more than nearly 1,500 containers on board. The ship was heading to Colombo from Gujarat, India, when the blaze started. Sri Lankan environmentalists said it is one of the worst ecological disasters in the country's history and have warned of a potential threat to marine life and the fishing industry. Two separate bomb blasts on two public transport buses killed at least 12 civilians in the Afghan capital, Kabul, on Wednesday. According to Reuters, both attacks took place on Tuesday evening in western parts of the capital that are home to many from the country's Shia community, a religious minority in Afghanistan targeted in the past by groups such as Islamic State, the officials said. Ferdos Faramaz, Kabul police spokesperson, said that both buses were carrying passengers when the explosion occurred that killed at least 12 and wounded 10 more. The police launched an investigation, he said. No group claimed responsibility for the twin bombings. The bombings on Tuesday took place three weeks after a bomb attack outside a school in the same part of Kabul. Following the school attack, an official toll put the number of dead, most of them students, at 68. But a senior government official later said 80 had died. The United Nations said last month that nearly 1,800 Afghan civilians were killed or wounded in the first three months of 2021 during fighting between government forces and Taliban insurgents despite efforts to find peace. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. 
help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel